is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I've talked before about how important it is that you play to your strengths and that the people in your organization play to their strengths as opposed to that beef up your weaknesses because that's your biggest area of growth and opportunity. And honestly, I think that's just a load of BS that we've been told because our managers, our supervisors, you know, wish it were different or they want us to perform better. And so that's where they go, right? They go to the weaknesses. Yes, we all want to perform better and we all want our our staff to perform better. But the way to do that is not through get your weaknesses better. It's really focus and maximize your strengths. And so as a strengths performance coach and consultant, I really, really stress this with my clients, that it's about creating a strengths-based workplace, creating a strengths-based culture. And when you do that, you create a winning culture. Because when you have that strengths-based workplace, that environment, it's transformational. That culture focuses on continual growth and improvement among everyone in the company. And so when that happens, when a company or an organization values the individuals in that organization's strengths, when it helps them develop their strengths, when it positively focuses on those strengths, there is a measurable positive impact. 7.8% greater productivity in individuals. 12.5% greater productivity among the team. 8.9% greater profitability. And 14.9% lower turnover. So you have greater production, which translates to saving money. You have greater profitability, which translates into increasing revenues. And you have lower turnover, which decreases expenses. So creating that strengths-based culture and workplace is key to those indicators in your own company, your performance indicators, right? The company's performance indicators. How are revenues? How are expenses? Strengths may be the key to making all that happen. So here are six different ways to really think about that culture that you're creating. And part of it is focusing on strengths. So first let's talk about purpose versus paycheck. People want work that's meaningful to them where they feel like they're making an impact. And when they understand their strengths, where they're strongest, then that allows them to do their best work that's meaningful, that has an impact, and connecting with the company's deeper why. Two, development versus satisfaction. People don't really care about frivolous perks at work. They want to be a way, they want to be developed in a way that taps their natural talents so that they can succeed. And there's 
all sorts of other statistics that I wish I could just rattle off for you um, that have to do with companies that provide a way for employees to develop their strengths, their talents, to be able to do that through their workplace, I think that results in 70% likelihood that they'll stay in that organization. So again, reducing turnover. Coach versus boss or manager. People want managers who can coach them and apply their strengths and who value them as people and employees. What's interesting is only 30% of employees when they're surveyed say they believe their managers know their strengths. 30% means 70% do not believe that their managers know what their strengths are, the employees' strengths. Kind of sad, isn't it? Four, conversations versus reviews. People want ongoing feedback and genuine conversations about how they're doing, not a one-time and one-sided meeting. With one of our clients where we went in and we redesigned their employee evaluation system, part of the work we did is we actually interviewed each and every employee. And across the board, we heard that from the employees, that they they didn't want just that one conversation that they had every summer and then no follow-up. There was there had been really no work on, well, what are your goals here? What are you hoping to accomplish within this next year at this organization? And they were craving that. They were craving those opportunities for more conversations. And so along with the fact that that's what was needed and wanted, it also fit in with our philosophy that you know, those evaluations and assessments are more than just, oh, here, let's check off some boxes, but really should be more about conversations. And that's what we help them implement. The fifth facet that you want to think about in creating a strengths-based culture is <laughs> strengths versus weaknesses. People want the chance to do what they naturally do best every day. And as I've said, Weaknesses never turn into strengths, but you can develop your strengths on an exponential basis. And that's when we just feel like we're in our zone of genius. And it's usually because we're using our strengths. And then the sixth thing that I want to talk about with regard to culture, a strengths-based culture, is life versus job. That some people, depending on their personality, want an authentic relationship with managers that includes talk about both work and life. They want to work somewhere that values their strengths, of course, and invests in their ongoing development as a human, as a person. So um, there you go. Another thing to uh, that I want to mention is a lot of these statistics come from Gallup, and Gallup is, of course, the organization that focuses on employee engagement. And so through all that work that they've done over 30 plus years, they've done, it, spoke, it has spokes out into other things like leadership, like what makes a good leader at an organization with either high engagement or low engagement or whatever. So one of the uh, research studies that they did is they interviewed and surveyed CEOs of Fortune 500 companies and leaders around the world, like political leaders around the world. And what they found was 
it didn't matter what strengths the leaders had. Didn't matter at all. So it wasn't, if you're looking for, ah, the strength that a leader has is fill in the blank, there wasn't. It was across the board. What was the same for all the, what we would call successful leaders is that they deliberately and consciously chose people to surround them who had different strengths from their own. So when you're thinking about your staff, your teams, it's valuing everybody's strengths, right? And when you value everybody's strengths and see how they complement what you don't have, either because it's not you know, your top five strengths or it's maybe it's one of your weaknesses, that makes for a, a more well-rounded, a more productive and a more profitable team and department and staff. I may have shared that one of my top five strengths, and this is using the Strengths Finder from Gallup. Now it's actually called the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment, is individualization, where I really value what makes a person unique, and maximizer, where I want to maximize that potential. And so uh, it's going to be no surprise that if we talk about that the the changing future of the workplace because it's changing i think i think the world and society and everything is changing at a much faster pace now than perhaps ever with all the technology innovation etc and so to prepare your organization for you know the future whatever that may be doesn't it make sense that the way to do that is on the people, focusing on the people in your organization, and then of course, what what their strengths are, and really helping them to be the best version of themselves, because of course, if they're the best version of themselves, they're going to be more engaged at work, they're going to be more productive, they're going to be more in alignment with the company's goals and missions and values. And so really being able to structure your team in ways that empower your employees to do what they do best is so smart. And so then when you understand and use all these individuals' natural talents, it positions them to be much stronger than the sum of of their parts. So I hope that this has been helpful. And you can see why I'm so passionate about this, because Gallup and the Strengths Finder tool and all of this just fall so neatly in line with our motto, when people thrive, companies thrive. It's the name of this podcast because truly we believe it. And then when you put that spin of, all right, when people thrive, well, one way that they can thrive is through their strengths. Oh, man, then you really are building your organization to sustain itself, no matter what the changing future and the changing um, workplace, the, the workplace of the future is going to bring. I hope you have found this helpful. And I would love a rating and if and a few seconds of your time to give me a review of this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast service, because that helps me make more of an impact 
because that's part of my purpose is helping organizations be as positive and play to their strengths and be as productive and profitable as possible. So your rating and your review can help me get there. Until next time, may you thrive.